Alrighty. Welcome to the PSBS as a Pleasure Podcast. I'm your host, Coach T. PS and Bye Boys. My coach here is Yes, And we are on episode sixty seven? Yeah, sixty seven. Sixty seven. Getting closer to seventy. Gosh, man. And like this one in particular, you know, like it has been one that I've been looking forward to for a long, long time. You're looking into particularly episode sixty seven. Yeah. Yes, it's particularly 67 for maybe about like a year. Like, I, I, because I totally got to share this this with our audience. And I'm not sure if it's really going to work out for our audience or not. So, like, this is like a testing the waters kind of deal. Mm. Um, so, I was having a meeting with this guy um, up in New York. And uh, we were both looking into bringing back a long live Sony franchise. Uh, Eye of Judgment. Yeah, I'm sure you remember that one, the one on yes. PS3. And I have it. Um, we were looking into ways that we could deal with Sony, and we can just totally just revamp the the whole game of <laughs> Eye of Judgment. So mm-hmm. we were looking into making, or not not so called making, just having the idea. Of, like I have nothing to do with it at all. Of this. Um, where so Sony would let you do microtransactions, all sorts of microtransactions of these items with game cards. And you would be able to, uh, they would range from like a cent to like thousands of dollars. So then you could just go online, uh, set your profile. Um, you, you could be pretty young to do it. I mean, I adjust was like, what, rated T, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Or rated M? Or is it M, actually? I don't remember. No, it's T. <laughs> it's rated T. So, like, you, you know, teens can do it. So you could just go in. Um, spend a little bit of money and see what kind of cards you get and you know i think it's like really great like all you have to do is just spend a little bit of money it's, it's i mean i did my pot it was only about like 60 bucks i got like cards that were worth like 1500 dollars. can you believe that so i'm so excited like i i, I have nothing to do with this whatsoever i just gave the idea but um we'll have the link down in the description um it's really cool what the hell are we talking about? Because <laughs> this sounds like some... St- I have no idea. You didn't inform me of this before the show. Um, <laughs> I'm going to admit that this does not sound like a good ad. Mm-mm. <laughs> not, a good, not a good ad. Not a good, what is this? <laughs> so what are you describing here? Are we getting actual physical cards? Uh, no, they're like digital cards. They're all digital goods. They're, it's everything's digital, so, man. Like nobody wants to do a digital. So, You're just getting digital goods. So what your friend's saying is he wants to do kind of like um, I don't mm. know. I know Steam's still doing it, but Steam did that thing so, with the Steam did that thing with the cards. Ah, uh, like, yes. Where like as you play a game, you earn cards. You can actually sell them for real money to other people. <laughs> And they're also doing it with this game that it's kind of like Call of Duty. Well, not really. It's like a shooter game, and you're like shooting people, and oh, yeah. you have like AK-47s too, and you can have some sorts of skin. I don't even remember what that game's called. So something about going yeah, somewhere. I don't know. Something about going somewhere. You go, and it was also released on PS3 before, but didn't get no support. Yeah. But um, like, oh my gosh! Like, I am just so excited. Just totally, just go on this website. Will totally just give you new levity into this franchise. Just, just who's, just who's endorsing it. you on this? <laughs> I, I have no affiliation with it whatsoever. 
Mm, I don't know. I'll admit this even sounds sketchy, and I'm I'm on here with you. And this <laughs> even sounds sketchy to me. Not sketchy. <laughs> this sounds exactly. weird. Like, what are you talking about? Just like the CS:GO lottery debacle. But what gave me inspiration for this silly joke was actually came from a user of ours, James oh. Gunner, 180. He asked, <laughs> um, "I have judgment. Making a return to PS4." Maybe VR? Maybe VR? Okay, so this is a very elaborate joke here. <laughs> I don't know. This went over my head. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I didn't I didn't know where this was coming from. It was like what? Oh good. <laughs> I'll admit even I was a little lost. Like, what are you talking about? Whew. So that was a joke, people. Uh, a pitch on how to revive Eye of Judgment based on this viewer question. Oh no, that would be a really poor way to um, revive it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, going to the question, going back to the question though, can the franchise be revived? No. Ah, you're it, breaking James Gunn's heart. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, and that's the thing. I have this game. I bought Eye of Judgment when it came out. Mm-hmm. That was Christmas 27, 2007. That was uh, um, I got Eye of Judgment and Uncharted for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Did you get all like those decks? Yeah, well, when you buy it, it comes with one deck and two booster packs, and then I bought another starter deck, and then I bought a couple of booster packs. And I just was neat, though. Like, it was trying to do something different. It was like a card game, but different kind of card game, and then mixed VR into, into the picture. Um, the problem or the I, AR, the augmented. Yeah, game. AR. And the problem with Eye Judgment is the same problem that any Sony game has. Uh, no support behind it whatsoever. <laughs> um seriously like it was ridiculous by judgment so after um here's how card games are supposed to work all right you put out your first wave of cards and that's your first wave you try to get the best card the best decks the best booster packs you know all that good stuff right um well in order to make a card game survive you have to keep putting out new waves of cards you know new booster packs um sony put out one new wave after launch of new cards and that was it after that after that wave there was no more waves no new cards were being made um and without new cards there's you know lack of variety lack of support there and then the game itself had a weird support because it was like you know oh you can play the main game where against the ai or whatever and you can play online but um the online play was a little weird and in order to play on, in order to play against the AI bots, you had to buy these fifteen dollars expansion things to add the new cards digitally to your game just to play against the AI, which was stupid uh, as hell. That that's like unheard of to do I something mean, like your game that. Would, I mean, your game would get updates. So, like, let's say you go play online and you play online with somebody who has the new cards, you can play with them, but you still need to pay the fifteen dollars thing for you to be able to use the new cards and play against the AI that uses those new cards. Mm. So that was really stupid was paying for that stupid DLC just to make the game work with these new cards they're putting out. So on top of buying brand new cards, you had to buy a $15 expansion to make them work with your game. So that was stupid. And then the game had a lot of cheating problems because the thing was mm-hmm. uh, the, the AR codes on the cards were very easy to read. So like you can go find any card. And oh, that's right. Out. You can yeah. print out any card off the internet and it will work. The camera will. I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember seeing like game facts and like uh, message boards of like, oh, I adjustment cards. And then I'm like, what? Like, don't you have to buy these? No, you can just. Yeah, you can just um, 
yeah, print out any card you want and the and the camera would pick it up. So like basically if you're playing against the AI, you can just wreck the AI. Um, because then you can just play any card you want. Um, when you play online, you can just type in and say, I have this card. And then when you play online, though, but like, <laughs> I have this card. well, yeah, because when you play online, you basically just scan the cards that you have. And then when you play online, it tells you what card you drew. So yeah, you can't, you know, because the game doesn't trust you to just, you know, draw naturally, you know, to draw a card. Yeah. So like it told you, you draw this card. So you have to like dig through your deck and find it. Mm-hmm. But like still, you can still scan in the best cards, you know, just scan and say, I have them. So they still pop up. Right. An online place. So there's this cheating thing. So there was that. So they tried to revive it and fix it because they did that uh, I Judgment Legends, I think it was called, for PSP. Oh, the PSP. Can't forget that one. The PSP game where it had a story, had lore around the characters and the cards. Um, They took out the whole camera system so you just play it on the screen, you know? Yeah. Um, So that was them trying to, like, get around the cheating, get around the whole... AR thing and just present the game as is, but still didn't take off. I mean, there was no, there was no like DLC for it. There was no like new digital cards being added. There was no, um, you know, whatever. <laughs> so there was no support. Again, no support. So that's why I just didn't work out. And I just really don't see Sony going back to it because, I mean, unless they do a straight just digital only you know, approach, which is actually what a lot of games are doing right now. We're seeing that with Elder Scrolls card game. We're seeing Gwent as a card game. Hearthstone's uh, doing really Yu-Gi-Oh. well. Yu-Gi-Oh! is doing well as a digital card game on PlayStation. Um, so, I mean, I mean, if they want to try again, it would have to be all digital. Like, they couldn't, they would not do a whole physical card game again and, like, put out cards at the stores and everything. Yeah, it seems to me like a very PlayStation experience kind of I mean, announcement if that would ever come to fruition. Yeah. I mean, I heard, well, okay, let me let me, let me me work. Because I know my original answer was no. No in the original form. Like, no cards, no nothing. Um, just maybe, just maybe they'll bring it back as a digital thing. Just to compete with this rise of digital card games. You know, like Gwent and uh, the Elder Scrolls one and all that. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yep, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but no Magic the Gathering on PS4. Not, not yet. They kept saying that. Like, oh, Magic the Gathering is coming to PS4 eventually this fall or something. I think that's what they said. This fall is the current pay time frame for it. No Hearthstone either. No Hearthstone. I'm just staying on iPhone and PC for now. I always said I could come to Vita. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Vita came. Get Blizzard, a you love the Vita. You showed Diablo 3 running on Rumble Play on the, the Vita. I'm trying to think if that would even be a system seller. My, my gut instinct to say yes, but the problem is, like, if you can play Hearthstone on your Vita, why not play it on your phone? Well, I mean, shoot. I mean, if Minecraft didn't sell Vitas. But at least the difference between Minecraft and Hearthstone is that, at least with Minecraft, you get that advantage of, like, I just want controls. Like, I want real analog sticks and buttons, you know, to play Minecraft. Where Hearthstone is like, I don't really need the buttons. Like, the buttons aren't going to make this better. You know? So it's not really a huge advantage to, like, you know, I want to play Hearthstone just on my Vita. I don't want to play it on my phone. Or unless, unless you just really like trophies like us. Maybe you just really want those trophies. That's why you play it on Vita over iPhone. Yeah, this is probably just the form factors of Vita. I mean, you're not going to be carrying that Vita all over the place. And plus, you play with people online, so you're going to be able to only be able to play, play play with people in your house. Yeah. Your phone, you got that LTE connection. Or 3G connection, whatever you got. But, yeah, it's that. And I appreciate James Gunner's imagination. PSVR for eye judgment? Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, the- like I said, now that I've talked about it out loud, I think there's a slight chance 
if they just want to compete in that digital card market, but there's they would never go back to the physical cards. It would be just digital only. Yeah. You know. So yeah, we'll That's see. Fair. Yeah. That was good. Thank you, James Gooder, for the also the inspiration for the joke. That long there, there, set up. There is no lottery. There is uh, no lottery. It was just a, it, was, it, was, uh, a, it was a joke pitch on how to revive this franchise. A joke pitch how to revive this franchise and also a stab at something else that's been going on. But but yeah. Um we also have two more questions, but we'll get to those soon. But okay. what's been happening in the news this week? I mean, not much has happened in the PlayStation. It's round. not too much, but you do bring up bringing up iJudgment that was a good starting point because a lot of news this week deals oh. with uh reviving games. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess different ways. I guess I already started it. Yep, reviving old games, trying to find new ways to sell them and play them and all that. Where should we start? Oh boy. So they announced this week that they're making an Elder Scrolls Online Gold Edition. Um, all right. And you know what that means when they call it Gold Edition, right? Uh, Life Support Edition? No. Just kidding. Uh, just kidding. Gold Edition but. means that nobody gave a Game of the Year, so they can't call it Game of the Year Edition. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, this is to like really collect all the expansions that they have. For yeah, it, right? but I mean, so. that's usually what a game the industry does, right? It collects all the expansions and sells as kind of a fuller package, but right? Since, like an ultimate edition or what have you. Yeah, but since there's no, I don't think anyone gave this game of the year, so they kind of have to kind of sit back and go, mm, let's just call it gold edition, I guess. Maybe a forum bo- board member or something that was just like you know. Yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, but there you go. I mean, this is coming in September. Um, with all, like I said, all the DLCs really so far will be included on there. Um, and this is, this is going to kind of co-launch with the whole, like, Tamriel Unlimited um, uh, thing they're putting out in September. That gets rid of, like, the level restrictions so you can just openly explore the whole area with your friends. Oh, okay. So it is trying to breathe that second life of people who kind of probably heard that announcement at E3 and said, hmm, yeah, I would, that sounds neat. Like, no restrictions. I can just openly explore like, or, like, like normally in an Elder Scrolls game. But why should I play it now? Well, this is that extra encouragement of like, well, if you wait till September when that update comes out, you can get this gold edition with all the DLC and then play with your friends that have already been playing it. Or if you buy this with your friends like who are just now buying September, then your friends have all the DLC. You can go anywhere you want. It's that second life for this uh, MMO. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I saw the second life of this MMO as being released just on PS4 and Xbox One alone. And it's been doing well. Yeah, it's I doing mean, well. People go crazy for an E3. Well, what person? But one person. Yeah, one person. <laughs> um, but people trolls online and they enjoy it a lot. And thank goodness. I mean, the game had a really rough start yeah. on PC. Uh, but now, especially with now, it's uh, the, the console non-subscription based. Yeah, the model. console launch wasn't too smooth either. Well, yeah, it had, a, had had its fair share of issues, but I don't think anywhere near with the PC version was but yeah the console version had its fair share but it's they said it's gotten much better with updates and it's starting to really kind of grow community it's good i mean alongside like other mmos on ps4 like you know final fantasy 14 and whatever else whatever well actually there isn't too many mmos on ps4 um final fantasy so 14 is doing really well yeah that's yeah i've already listed final fantasy 14 but so it's good that um it's getting this edition that's fine yeah i mean it's I mean, I know we, we haven't played so we can't really give our own, like, personal opinions on it. And no. I don't think this Gold Edition is going to turn the tide for me. Um, no, and plus, like, September is, like, incredibly busy, so. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's just never, 
just clicked with me because I played the beta and the beta was fine. It's just, you know, it's just my thing with is like if I would play this and like even if I would get some friends to play, the problem is my friends are probably into playing it more than me, and then it would be the whole division thing again where like I I can't play with them anymore because they're too high, and I can't, can't and oh. I can't and I can't catch up. I have to grind out. But that's the whole point of the Tamriel Unlimited thing coming in September is that basically it won't matter. You know, because it will... Levels still matter for things, for like, I guess, leveling up and just getting XP and, uh, you know, getting new abilities for your character. But you can go anywhere on the map without having to worry about level restrictions because the enemies remap to your level. Basically, uh-huh. is what happens. And then the enemies remap to your friends. So even if they're higher level than you, the enemies will adapt to them and the enemies will readapt to you. Oh, okay. So it does kind of open up to where I'm like, yeah, that's really great. Because that was, like I said, that was my big problem with the division was that, you know, if you don't consistently play with your friends, you're going to get left behind and you're not going to be able to play with them because the enemies are going to be way too tough for you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a hassle and not even worth the effort because you don't get the extra XP boost. You don't get any bonus for, like, enduring that, you know, killing those, like, way high up enemies over you. Right. So... So, I mean, well, at least, they, at least they're balancing it out for people. Yeah, especially but, since, like, this time of year is going to be so busy for games. People are not going to have the time, you know. Like, Elder Scrolls Online is definitely one of those games that... And then is a, it requires incredible time, um, dedication. And then on top of that, we got Elder Scrolls V Skyrim coming soon. Yeah, a month after this Gold Edition. So, you know, if you're really dying for your Elder Scrolls 6, well, one, you're going to have to wait an incredibly long time. And two, at least hopefully maybe this will keep you occupied some way. Occupied. But yeah, I mean, because Elder Scrolls 6 is a little farther than you think. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> gotta love it. Yeah. But, um, so, eh, it's but, fine. Uh, yeah, let's see what else. Another game's coming back. Oh, Capcom announced today that Resident Evil 4 is coming to yes. PS4 and Xbox One on August 30th. Yes, um, August 30th. Uh, I'll be in school, but I mean, that's that's cool, I guess. I mean, I'm probably in, probably wait for a sale. for like. I wonder if they're going to have like bundled all those re-released uh, Resident Evil games on PS4 and just like maybe be like on a sale one day or something. Maybe. But um, this will cost $20, and it has all of, for, you know, 20 bucks to get your Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, playing on your PS4, and it's going to have yeah. all the content, all the little bonus content that's been released over the years for that game. Um, we haven't seen the trophy list yet. Mm, that's a big content because the PS3 version of uh, Resident Evil 4 was notorious <laughs> for having an awful trophy list. Awful trophy list, no problem. Well, the Xbox 360 version got its thousand points. Yeah, so, so yeah, we're going to be really disappointed if Resident Evil 4 mm. doesn't have a platinum. Yeah, I'll, I'll be done. I mean, if five and six, I mean, well, they've already had platinum from the start, but four, you, Capcom, you, you will have to got to be kidding me if that game does not have a platinum trophy. Like, I just want my platinum. I want to have a platinum. You, you, in wouldn't Resident you say Evil that 4. you have a? Yeah, you wouldn't you like to say that you have a platinum in Resident Evil Four? Like how I'd like to say I have a platinum in Jack X or Sonic Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> At least the great thing about you know this Resident Evil Four is not just a PS2 and PS4. Even though they could have easily done that, yeah. <laughs> um, because I mean the Resident Evil Four HD on PS3 was just an upscale. It wasn't even you know yeah. well, anything. Well, that's a weird thing. Like Capcom just 
casually announced this. Like it's coming out August 30th and it's $20. They didn't give any details. They didn't say if uh, mm. they said digitally. So they didn't confirm if their physical will be that day. It's just assumed there will be because there was a physical release for Resident Evil 6 and 5 on PS4. And so you know, I don't see. So yes, yeah, I, mean, I don't see why they wouldn't do a physical release for Resident Evil 4 on PS4. Yeah, they probably will. Um, and then other details too. Like uh, again, it's assumed that it'll run at 1080p 60 frames per second because that's what the other two games were. Right, no, that's got it. So this is all just assumed, because they didn't really give any details. They just said, yep, Resident Evil mm-hmm. 4 coming August 30th, digitally, get it on your PS4 and Xbox One. They didn't give any other details, but that's presumably um, what we're going to see. So yeah, 60 frames per second, physical release. Hopefully we'll get that platinum trophy. That, you know I'll get angry if I just have a platinum trophy. I'll be done. I'm not going to buy it. I'm buying it. Forget Resident Evil. No, I think if that game does not have a platinum, it's it's done. I'm not, no, no. No, I mean it's Resident Evil Four, man. I've the only platform I haven't bought it on that I have is like the iPhone. Yeah, yeah there's an iPhone. I have it on my PS2. I have it on my PS3. Um, what about gotta, the Wii? I don't have a Wii. <laughs> if I had, yeah, a Wii, I played the Wii version. The Wii version is really fun. If I had a Wii, I would have Resident Evil Four on the Wii. Oh, it's a, the Resident Evil Four Wii edition is really good. Mm. Oh, like I remember playing it a little bit. No, I just thought about. It. I have a GameCube, but I don't have Resident Evil Four on my GameCube. <laughs> That's where I originally played Resident yeah, Evil Four. That was the that was it was it, was, it has the exclusive logo on it only on yeah because GameCube. remember uh, the director he's all like oh my arm would have to be chopped off if it's like the exclusive not the exclusive and look where we are yeah it's on everything it's on GameCube PS2 PS3 Xbox 360 Wii iPhone uh, PS4 Xbox One. Well, I wouldn't blame him. I mean, some of those Nintendo exclusives are pretty well sealed. I mean, Twin Snakes. Yeah. So, hmm? Yeah. But his arm's going to need to come off. <laughs> but he had to live so he can make Evil Within, and he did it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I think that was the same guy. I know, yes. the, I know the same game director of Resident Evil 4 did Evil Within. I just don't know if that was the game director that said that, that whole bet you're saying. Yeah. I just don't want to be wrong. Like people call me out and be like, "No, that wasn't that guy. It was a different guy. I was working on Resident Evil Four, like the, the the custodian that was working on the game or something." Like what? Oh, that seems unlikely. Like no, it had to have been the president, right? Pre- or no, president, director, director of development, director of the game, yes. whatever. Not president of the company. The CEO. CEO. Call him that. But yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for Resident Evil Four. I just. It's one of those games where I can just play over and over again. I would never not want to play Resident Evil 4. Again, Even you know. when the re-release again has like 13 trophies. You can look at it again. Just like, no you know what? I, I mean, maybe I should stop this kidding. I mean, it's probably going to have a platinum trophy. <laughs> but then we fast forward. It doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. The trophies will get you know put posted probably like a week or two before the game comes out. We look at it like, and scroll it. And they're like... Scroll back up and down, up and down, up and down. Like, where's Spots Patrol? Where's that platinum? But then again, wait, it's being re-released on Xbox One too, right? Mm-hmm. So, I kind of know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Please. Just copy and paste the one you had on 360. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. But speaking of stuff coming to PS4, it's funny, we actually talked about this last week. Um, and they got uh, acknowledged this week from Square Enix. Somebody asked Crystal Dynamic over the past week. It says, "Has the Rise of the Tomb Raider PS4 version been canceled?" 
<laughs> yeah, like somebody straight up asked Chris the dynamics, like, is it canceled? Because we haven't heard like anything about it. Right. Okay. Um, and their response was just, as they previously, Rise of Tomb Raider PS4 release is yeah. set for holiday 2016. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, well, I wish they were maybe a little bit more transparent with that. Yes. So I can understand maybe the confusion. That's why we tried to clarify it last week, because as we stated, um, people were like, oh, where was it at E3? Where was it at Sony's conference or anywhere at E3 to begin with? We were just like, no, they're not going to reward Square Enix for what they did. So, um, this is basically your confirmation right here. It is coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, you know? we talked about this in detail last week, but yeah, Sony's yes, not going to take the time to, like you said, promote this game hugely on their platform when it was been on Xbox for a year. You know, but it is, you got to admit, though, it is a little weird. We haven't got any kind of update, like I said, maybe not from Sony directly, but from Square or Crystal Dynamics, just kind of promoting something for it, just to kind of remind mm. people that the PS4 version is coming. You know? I mean, and then we just assume, assume that it's going to come with everything, but I mean, what's well, really to assume that that's the case? Yeah, I but mean, I mean, yes, a year, yes, a year later, but. But I mean, has the DLC even been that big? Like, is it just like what, like challenge rooms or something? Like, is it anything like substantial? I mean, it's more story content. Mm. So I don't know. You know, they haven't really stated. You know, oh, it's the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition or whatever. It's tricky. I mean, maybe knowing Square, uh, Square, maybe they will do it. It's just uh, right now, it's a little murky on that end. But of course, it's coming. So don't really have to. It's just, they're just going to be stupid with it. They're going to put it out the same day as, like... Well, let's see. Uh, they're probably going to put it out the same Call day as, of like, Duty. Call of Duty or Watch Dogs 2 or something in November. Yeah, it probably, probably will. So, it's like, I mean, you know, truth be told, maybe, I mean, I would love end of November, December. That would be cool. Yeah, or right now. Just put it out tomorrow. <laughs> like, screw it. Here you go. You know, oh, here it comes. PlayStation Plus. Uh, Stealth release it. You know, it's coming out tomorrow uh, or Tuesday or something. Get the naysayers of PlayStation Plus to be silent if Rise of the Tomb Raider was, like, you know, launched as a PlayStation Plus, like, game. Like, sure, you maybe would have to buy the DLC, but, like, the, the base game is free. Yeah, that, that'd be a fair trade-off. Like, yeah, the DLC, you have to pay for it, but the base game's free, you know? Yeah, what if I'm predicting? I mean... I think that get all the naysayers of TS Plus to shut up for at least maybe a year. Yeah, but is that is that is that is that the line where I can finally push it up where that's not an entitled statement to say, hey, we should just get it for free on Plus? Oh, oh geez, yeah, for this point. Yeah, but we did like what forty episodes ago talking about the entitled gamer, entitled gamer, and I always complain like, why do you feel so entitled to this? But with Tomb Raider, it's different. It's like it's been a year. You know, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamic denied us this game for a year. And it's just like, come on now. Sony doesn't really want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, they can't even, like, they can't even really even justify charging us $60 for it at this point, either. You know, especially if it doesn't yeah, I mean, come... Yeah, the game is pretty cheap on Xbox One. Especially if it doesn't come with the DLC. Like, if it doesn't come with the DLC, there's no way they can justify selling it for 60 bucks and it not come with the DLC. That season pass, I don't think it was that expensive either. Because, I mean, that's the thing, though. They'll probably do... What they're probably going to do is they're probably going to announce within, like, a month or so saying, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Game of the Year Edition for Xbox One, and, it, and it's the game with the DLC and all that, and they'll say, and also, this Game of the Year Edition is coming to PS4, and then it has the DLC included. And then that way they can get around and still charge us $60 for it, even though it's a year-old game, because then it says it's the Game of the Year Edition with all the DLC launching with the also $60 price Game of the Year Edition for Xbox One. Yeah. You know? it's, just, it's just tricky. 
uh, like I said last week, Square right. Enix on its YouTube channel or Tomb Raider on its YouTube channel or we have the voice actress maybe tweet out the trailer for it on YouTube and then oh, that's it. But here's the bigger, here's another bigger question. Should mm-hmm. we be demanding a PS3 version since there was a 360 version of Rise of the Tomb Raider? Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Somebody's going to hear that and they're going to be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I do want a PS3 version. There was a 360 version. I mean... I actually forgot there was a 360 version until just now. I was kind of really thinking about like, oh, yeah, there was a 360 version. They really tried to that 360 version. Like, I saw, like, I mean, even though it did look substantially downgraded, they did try somewhat. Um, it wasn't like the Black Ops 3 situation where it was like, oh, or Shadow of Mordor situation. But, uh, yeah, probably not, no. <laughs> Still, though, at least one person's now going to go out and demand it. Like, when they announce the PS4 version, like, somebody's going to demand it. Like, I want my oh, no, PS3 I'll, I'll version. I'll see the tweet or the YouTube comment that states that. It's like, Oh, Where's our PS3 version? Just port the 360 version to PS3. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> people want it, man. Dude, there were people asking for uh, Uncharted 4 on PS3. I'm like, come on now. Same people asking for Arkham Knight on PS3. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Just the generations move on. Those games would just be terribly downgraded to, to work on PS3 at this point. God, it was so nice, especially like this like past generation with PS3 and 360s that we had that like jump to HD. So we didn't always have to ponder that past generation so much. But this, gosh, we're approaching year three and like still, yeah, we're hell. We're getting those upgraded consoles now, <laughs> and you still want these games on your on the old consoles? I just know. And if we're having like phones and tablets that are already catching up with 360 graphics, then we don't even know. Just. <laughs> Let it go. Oh boy. But yeah. Then anyway. But speaking of Wait a minute. Oh. I wanna no, I wanna kinda interject this because you were talking about, you know, a PS four game being a PS3 game, but here I got the reverse. This one comes from a cup of soda. Ah. Um does he, he or want, she asks, uh, oh, but the, like, does he want cuphead? Ah, uh-uh, maybe cuphead, but no, he's asking for something a little stranger. Mm. <laughs> Uh, any chance that Far Cry 3 can arrive on PlayStation 4? I played Far Cry 4 in Primal, but didn't get around to playing 3. Well, honestly, I mean, if they announce, like, let's say they announce... A new Far Cry? Uh, yeah, basically if they announce a new Far Cry, like Far Cry 5, or some... I don't know if they want to do another spinoff. I, probably the next one would probably just be Far Cry 5. You know, mm-hmm. like I can see them doing that, like, you know, doing like what they do at South Park and what Call of Duty is doing uh, with Modern okay. Warfare. Just be kind of like, hey, pre-order uh, Far Cry 5 and get instant access to Far Cry 3 HD or remaster or whatever, you know, because yeah. Ubisoft really owes a lot of cred to that game because that's the game that really brought Far Cry up, you know, like as a big franchise. And then know? just in general, all of its like first person or action adventure. I mean, yeah, Assassin's Creed. You can't forget Assassin's Creed, but just overall, its whole you know Ubisoft spiel of games yeah. how it does things. Don't get me wrong. I know there's people out there that love Far Cry One and Two, especially Two. But those were kind of like I don't want to say Two's. cult games, but kind of like in between a cult game and like a huge mainstream staple. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of that in between. Uh, it wasn't until Far Cry 3 hit that, so the, the one that everyone was playing. That was the first one I really played and got into and just loved it. And then it kind of boosted that hype going into Far Cry 4. And then Far Cry 4 was good, but not as good as 3. And they're probably uh, something different. But yeah, I could, I could see that happening. Like if they announced a new Far Cry game or something. 
and it could be like a remaster thing. Spark Cry 3 could see the Rumble on PS4. Now, my suggested <laughs> solution to this PlayStation Now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it already on PlayStation Now? Yeah, Far Cry yeah. 3. so yeah, there, well, you can do that. If you want, if you so desperately want to, you can play Far Cry 3 on PS4 through now. But. Don't know if you could play online co-op with friends, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a feasible option. Um, and by the way, there's also a Far Cry sale going on in the PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. You got, like, prices as low as, like, three twenty-five for, like, the original Far Cry all the way up to, like, 20 for Far Cry 4. Or, wait, or, like, 30 for Primal. Yeah, but... Yeah, 30, 35 for Primal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think the next Far Cry game will probably get... I don't know if they want to go straight into 5 just yet. I think they really want something different before they jump into 5. After the whole Another thing. different thing? Really? Well, Another I mean, spin-off? like... Well, I mean, not a spinoff, but like everybody's demanding it. I think they're just going to do a Blood Dragon 2 at some point and then just make it maybe a full-fledged game. And then... Really? Yeah, I mean, they could probably do something like that. Like, maybe make it to a full-fledged game or maybe not a full... like. Something in between, maybe maybe something that's like thirty bucks, and they can have a, just a bigger think, story and a map or something. Don't get me wrong, that's not a bad idea. But like, I see that as like DLC for like Far Cry Five. I mean, I just feel like that's kind of like dilly dally around. I mean, as Ubisoft kind of does sometimes. Because that's, that's the thing about Blood Dragon. As much as I like Blood Dragon, it was a short experience, you know. And being short is probably what made that work. Because it's one of those things where like I say that, like I say that, like why not do Blood Dragon Two as a full game? Um, but it's just one of those things where, like, I don't know if that aesthetic and that just tone can last a full game, you know, before you just, like, you know, you just, you get bored of it or it just loses its charm, you know, mm-hmm. after a while. Because, like, what? You saw how Ubisoft was, like, doing it with, like, Trials. I'm just like, I mean, yeah, that's cool, but, I'm like, eh. But, I mean, I feel like Trials is just them trying to, like, basically see if people still care about that particular branch of the franchise, you know? Yeah. Kind of like showing, hey, look, we still are doing something with it, and they see the audience kind of react to it, and like the overall reaction to trials for the for tra- trials of Blood Dragon was, hey, where's Blood Dragon two? Like that was the whole response basically to that game. <laughs> so like Ubisoft sees that and goes, huh, you know what? Maybe we should just do a Blood Dragon two, you know, <laughs> whether it's a full game or not. Like do something with Blood Dragon two, and then just like and they can use that to do Far Cry three. Just be like, oh look, you know, pre order Blood Dragon two, and you get. Far Cry 3 remastered and Blood Dragon remastered or something, you know, included. <laughs> so, there's there's chance. There's a, there's a real chance that Far Cry 3 will probably come to PS4 at some point. Wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful, but I'm not really holding on. I mean, the game is four years old, but we've had old games from PS3 come over to PS4, but... Um, you know, I, I don't know if they want you to focus kind of on the current Far Cry games already on there. But there are people like a cup of soda that have played both of them already to probably to death at this point since well, I, I mean, guess one's three. Well, I mean, that's the thing about Far Cry three. It's like it's a big game, but it doesn't feel that big because like I had I got the plot in like two weeks. I mean, granted, I played it a lot in those two weeks, but like still, it's an open world game that I got to plot them in two weeks. So it is a game where you can put a lot of time into it, but not so much to where you feel like you're getting backlogged and not playing anything else. You know. Yeah. It's a nice medium between like a linear game and like a full blown hundred hour RPG thing. Oh, it ain't a Witcher. Yeah, it ain't a Witcher or, Far- or Fallout or anything. Well, even Far Cry Four was kind of like kind of big, you know. It was, it seems like that took a while. Yeah. I mean, I was already like, gosh, 
I mean, the only amount of time I played Far Cry Four was maybe like eighteen hours. And like, I don't, I don't even know how far I was into the story at that point. I was like, dang. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I was doing a lot of dilly dallying around and goofing around and just, and then playing co-op with you, right? <laughs> so uh, we need yeah, to do this for the trophy. That, we had to finish those co-op missions. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah. We oh were, no, like, for Far Cry Three, uh, for Far Cry Four. Oh no, for Far Cry Four. Yeah, Far Cry Four, we messed around in co-op, but Far Cry Three, there was a co-op <laughs> mode that we that we played it. We played it. We had to play because it, it was for the platinum. Play, finish those yeah, co-op. Far Cry Four's co-op was like really good. Like when we played yeah, that it together, fun. it was so much. seamless. Just mess around <laughs> in, in in the main map. It wasn't like a separate thing. Like it wasn't three. Granted, you have to be like together, yeah, which but, is good. I mean, you don't want to be like separate. Like, oh, I mean, I'm on the other side of the map. Yeah, well, like, like, what's the point? <laughs> like, I want to play with my friend, but I want to play over here, and he's gonna play over there. <laughs> Well, shoot, you didn't get nowhere in GTA Online. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's good that you kind of have like a, a tether to each other. Um, I just remember just like, you know, driving around. We were really like scared of like the end. Oh, my God. Dude, I need that game again. You can play it. They can like bring a smile to my face. I always like just like mess with driving around and just like getting hit by like random animals that like scare the crap out of me. And you're like, whoa, boo. <laughs> That game was fun. Yeah, Far Cry Four. I mean, for some people, give a crap, but that's a good game. Oh yeah, I never story, said it wasn't. I never said it wasn't a good game. I just said it wasn't as interesting as Far Cry Three. It didn't grab my yeah. attention. Yeah, it's just like its story. Its story isn't like all there, but like I, I think like in terms of gameplay, it's probably like better than Three. So, you know, you still got the wingsuit. You got the little paraglider thing and whatnot. It's so much fun. You got the rope. Oh, wait a minute. You got the rope in the <laughs> But different kind of rope. You got the grappling hook. You know I love my grappling hook. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so there's that. Answer that question thoroughly. But um, but anyway, I don't know what was I going to say. Yeah, we were talking about Tomb Raider. But it also, in Tomb Raider related news... <laughs> Um, it was announced today, the release date for the new rebooted Tomb Raider movie mm-hmm. coming March 18th, I believe, or 16th. Let me look up real quick. Uh, March 16th, 2018. Oh, it's a little far. Uh, that's a year and a half away or a little more than that. Um, so I think we're all halfway to March 2017. So, um, yeah, I mean, this, this, this is weird. Cause, um, I mean, it's something we've talked about over the past couple episodes. This whole like, can video game movies be good again, or you know, start <laughs> being good? Right. Um, <laughs> we just haven't got it well, yet. We're in that position, even though we're already more than halfway through the year. We got two duds. Well, three duds and might. Well, oh, I don't know. Would Angry Birds considered a dud? Probably. Uh, I mean. I, uh, I I don't moderate Warcraft success. And, let's, let's let's dub it that. Warcraft and Ratchet and Clank to consider them duds are understatements. But Assassin's Creed gives us a little bit of hope. I know, but it's just so and weird then, at the beginning of this year we were so hopeful for Warcraft <laughs> and just well. When did my like? I don't even remember when my skepticism for Warcraft started settling in. But <laughs> I think it was after that dubstep trailer or whatever it was. But um, Duncan Jones. But uh, you know, I think Alicia Vikander is going to bring in the goods. She's going to do it. She, she's going to make the character proud. I mean, we'll see. Uh, and it's I, just—I think, I think she's got it. She's a fantastic actress. 
I think she, she's got it. I, I don't even I don't remember who the director is. I think it's by kind of a, a new dude. I, I don't even remember. But it's a woman, I think. Prayers. But it is written by the people who made TV Ninja Turtles, I think. <laughs> but let's not forget who wrote Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn, the director. Who also made some pretty crummy things before Guardians of the Galaxy. So let's and not, some good things. And some good things, too. But, so this could be the breakout hit. We'll see. I mean, well, already, I, uh, I don't know if I've ever said on the show, but you know who I was wanting to cast as Laura Croft, but you know. Well, I mean, of course, you know, it's just things things that make too many, too much sense. They just uh, can't seem to happen. But, you know, Alicia Vikander, she has the star power name. That's how, that's how, well, not really <laughs> no one, no one, no one, no one, no one, no one I know, no one I know knows her by name. They just say like, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it is. And they're like, all right. Right. I guess maybe say. the fact that you say that she's Oscar winning on the poster, I guess, will mean something somewhat, I guess, but. She won that Oscar, but I mean, not for Ex like, the movie you actually saw her in. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, well, so. But then she was in Man for Uncle and that bombed. Yeah. Uh, but she's going to be Jason Bourne, so that's more exposure. People are going to go. Yeah, she'll that, be in right? that, so that'd be cool. She actually was but, offered to be in Assassin's Creed, but she turned it down to be in Jason Bourne. Oh. So she could have already been in a video game movie. Before. Before, yeah. Tomb Raider. Um, she would have been in a Ubisoft franchise, and then a Square Enix franchise. Yes. But here's my thing. About, you know, just this movie. I just hope also there's more star power to it than this, too. You know, I hope all the other supporting actors, whatever, bring in the goods. Whoever else will get cast. So, I'm excited for that. Um, you know, they, they've already stated that this wants to be in line with the 2013 game, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, that's that's promise right there. It's not so, going to be the... So, is it going to be rated all? And I'm going to have Laura fight. Is it going to be more violent? <laughs> um, you know, like Tomb Raider's like that weird kind of M game. I mean, yeah, I mean it is an M game. It's not is like it, a hard M. I thought it was. It was pretty violent. I mean, when she like gets stabbed with the arrow, she has to break it, and then she's like screaming, like ah, you know, like <sighs> like like when she has to like heal herself and stuff, and then like the blood when you actually kill enemies. It was pretty dark and violent, you know, at least compared to. I the mean, it's kind of the Assassin's Creed situation. I mean. The games are rated M. I mean, do you see? I mean, Assassin's no. Creed's not rated R. <laughs> that movie's not considered so, rated R. No, so it's like. But I know. mean, but like it's, but they keep saying like it's inspired by the new game. The new game was that darker, more violent take. So it was just one of those things where like, will it be that though? That's to be seen. It can be. I guess maybe you just don't have all the. Four I mean, the big difference is like at least we with the new Tomb Raider, the the reboot one. Like it was aimed at older audience, like people who play the old games. Uh, it wasn't really marketed heavily outside of the game itself, you know, where like it's Assassin's Creed different. It's marketed everywhere. You know, it's marketed through toys. There's like you can buy Mega Bloks sets of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's an M rated game and they sell the Mega Bloks sets to kids. <laughs> Gotta love it. So, you know, like it's marketed to kids too, where like Tomb Raider really wasn't. So whether they want to kind of play safe with the movie and make a PG thirteen for everyone or maybe take the darker tone like the game has to be seen um we'll see because i mean this tomb raider reboot is more long in development than uh, uncharted 
which is supposedly current release date is June 2017, and there's no way in hell nope. it's coming out June 2017. Because, I mean, this Tomb Raider movie is farther along, and it's coming out after. You know? Well, it's probably going to be drink to the punch. Yeah, probably so. But um, at least Drake has more new games. It's more games, man. More games than its current, you know, slate. But I'm excited for it nonetheless. Of course, I'm gonna go see it. Well, wait, are the, you? Because huh? wait, because you know what comes out the same day as Tomb Raider? What does come out the same day? The Flash movie. Oh, jeez. Okay, don't, one of them is not gonna move at all. Well, here's the thing. One of them will move, and it's probably going to be Flash, because guess what? The new Tomb Raider reboot is being distributed by Warner Brothers. And Flash is being distributed by Warner Brothers. And they put Tomb Raider on the date where they already have a Warner Brothers movie. So, Flash is moving. Why did they... Well, yeah, because with all the production troubles of Flash, that's been going on. So, I mean, with the new director, so, you know, they got to give it some more time. Because Warner Brothers wouldn't put a Warner Brothers movie on a Warner Brothers movie and not move it. You know, like... So, Flash is moving. I'm like, man, and I thought Disney was bad. <laughs> it's like, where is Flash moving forward and back? Who knows? Uh, you know, WB has yet to find their really runaway success story this year or, <laughs> oh. or any years. Warner Brothers has just not had luck <laughs> in a no while. Luck. I mean... Good lord, it's like really 2011. Well, 2012, I should say, right? With like The Hobbit, the first Hobbit. 2012 had Dark Knight Rises and The Hobbit. But like, other than that, like everything else has like either or like has done well but hasn't met their expectations or just bombed. Bah. I mean, yeah, bombing. And I mean, the only like surefire hit I think they have like coming up really is Fantastic oh, Beasts. Of right? course. Well, I mean, Tarzan wasn't it, but... I mean, Fantasy Beast should be good, right? Quality, you know? Should be good. I mean, what, I mean, considering, you know, how Tarzan turned out, I mean, one had to be sacrificed for the other. Yeah. But so, I mean, actually, it's weird, because, like, I've actually been hearing people that have seen Tarzan, they actually really like it. Yeah, well, so, that, that yeah. movie's been getting a better audience reception than a critic reception. Yeah, so, I mean, that's an A cinema score. Yeah, they even so, show like, it in the commercials on TV. They're <laughs> like, A cinema score. <laughs> And they show all these like Twitter reviews. I'm like, oh, that is not good when you're showing just Twitter reviews in your commercials. But I mean, even though it's silly as, it, as silly as it is, and I know, but I mean, I guess, I guess that's gotta be saying something, right? Yeah, I mean, so, we'll see. I mean, people enjoy it. Yeah, some, well, not for some reason. I mean, that's a reason for what it is. It's got a good cast. I mean, maybe I, maybe I kind of maybe judge it a bit harshly. I mean, still those visual effects don't look <laughs> even up to par for today's standards, but. Yeah. Um, that's probably why they're not showing any of the beasts and Fantastic Beasts where to find them because they don't want to like show any like unfinished CGI and people freak the hell out. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, that is a little concerning. Why they and they had a second trailer, right? They had a second trailer. They're bothered. showing the movie is called Fantastic Beasts, and we have not seen a single beast in any of the trailers yet. <laughs> Maybe they really want you. That's why you. This is part of the intrigue, man. That's why they get well, you back. It's where to find them. So <laughs> we haven't found them yet. Them. <laughs> we have to find them. You just find them at the very end of the movie. Yeah, there they are. Um, so yeah, I mean, Warner Brothers needs hits. Needs hits. So Batman versus Superman wasn't hit, but wasn't a hit on all fronts. 
or or should I say it wasn't in the hit it wasn't a hit where it count where it needed to count. Yeah. But I mean obviously I'm not saying that well it's not that they have more confidence in Tomb Raider, it's just Tomb Raider I guess is I mean it depends on where the move flies. They move it forward or back. Depends on where they want to put it, because obviously they're putting they're prioritizing Tomb Raider to take that spot. You know. Oh, it has to be back. I mean, with the production troubles that it's been having. Yeah, probably. losing director and all that. So yeah, it probably has to be pushed back. Probably to summer twenty eighteen. Yeah, like most of these DC movies on the slate is going to be pushed. Yeah. That's why I'm like with Batman twenty twenty. You'll see that movie. Batman just takes so. everyone's spot. They fast track the hell out of that movie. Well, I mean, it seemed like they were trying to, but Ben Affleck's not happy with it. They fast tracked his other movie. With. They fast tracked his other yeah, movie by nine freaking months. They did. <laughs> yeah, his uh, what's mm-hmm. it called? Live by Night or Live? Yeah. Live. yeah, that was supposed to come out like next October. They pushed it all the way up to this January. Uh oh, January. Oh. Well, they haven't Beep. announced. Well, they haven't announced they're doing December limited. The oh, the, oh, oh, wait. The, the, yeah, the the Revenant kind of the. Yeah, they haven't announced that they're going to do that yet or not. Oh. But I mean, they must have some confidence with this movie if they're. Bumping it up, you know, almost an entire oh. year. Yeah. Unless they just really want Ben Affleck to be done with this movie so he can do Batman. Like, yeah. like, just stop it. Just stop working on it. Stop editing it. Stop directing it. Just put this damn thing out so you can work on Batman. Yeah, yeah that'd be quite a shame for his follow-up to Argo just be kind of a rushed movie. Because they just but, really want him to focus on Batman. Like, just, just put it down. Just come work on Batman. But that still gets me excited because I, I really don't have any doubt that this Batman movie would not be good, so I'm I'm excited for it. I'm, I mean, I agree with them. I just think some things just need to fall into place for it to, you know, be good, be actually good. Because you know, a lot of the stuff is on paper where it needs to be good. So if it needs more time, it does need more time. Time. Yep. Yep. Anyway, let's get back to the game news. <laughs> As you can see, there wasn't really much this week. Yeah, it wasn't too much. So we got a little At least PlayStation related. I mean, there was a lot of other things outside. Um, yeah. Like up on Nintendo and CSGO, but yeah. nothing really in the PlayStation. A lot of Go's this week. Pokemon Go came out this week, too. A garbage game. <laughs> Absolute garbage game. But um, anyway, but what about games that never have come out? Ooh. So, uh, a report came out this week saying that back in 2008, Activision was actually considering a Call of Duty Roman Wars game. Talk about um, going way back. Way back. So this game was basically going to basically play a little like that game Rise or what was it, the Xbox game. Yeah, with the Y or whatever. Where like it's going to be a third person action where you can do sword stuff, but there will also be first person sections where you can be in first person wielding the sword and shield, fighting against other armies and stuff. Another bold, different direction. But then later in the weeks, Activision uh, clarified that saying that that was never – it was a pitch, but it was never like fully in consideration. Like they were never actually going to like consider making it basically. It was just a pitch. It's like you, you can always have like a million different things pitched like – yeah. Oh, let's have it set in space. Oh, whoa, whoa, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That that was probably something that some guy pitched maybe like five years ago, and Activision said, "No, nah, screw that. That's stupid." And then here we are. But then once we got. <laughs> So, hmm, I wonder what next year's Call of Duty is going to be. Well, that was pitched like a long time. Yeah, you know, I want like to... just a Call of Duty that's just like set like in like a predator style like forest, and you're just like just totally just yeah. Like I want my like Black Ops like Navy SEAL kind of game. Uh, SOCOM? <laughs> huh? What? Oh, I missed boy. you. Yeah. 
But I mean, yeah, I mean, this would have been a very different direction for Call of Duty to go, and at least it would have been. Well, back in two thousand eight, it would have been something different. Nowadays, it's not as different because we've already, like I said, we got Rise, we got For Honor coming. Um, Assassin's Creed's already kind of dealt with kind of that kind of combat and uh, different time time period or whatever. But I don't know. Like, if this would have came out back in two thousand eight, that would have been something different. You know, it would have been strange. I mean, that's the follow up to. Modern Warfare. I mean, at least the modern of the, the follow up to Modern Warfare was at least, you know, kind of made sense. I mean, oh, now we're in the modern times. Oh, now we go back. Go back to Roman. Um, Roman Warfare. I mean, and you know, despite its multiplayer now just being in complete shambles and broken, uh, the War is a really good game. And yeah, you know, it took some time to grow on me, especially its campaign, but. Well, if this uh, well, I don't know if it would have released in 2008 or if it was just pitched in 2008. Because this was pitched in 2008 and got picked up, then it probably wouldn't have came out until at least 2010. Yeah. Which Call of Duty was 2010? Modern Warfare 2? Uh, nope, Black Ops. Black Ops? So it yeah, could have replaced Black, Black, Ops, Black Ops and been like the, the franchise instead of Black Ops. Yeah, maybe. But then probably after, uh, Treyarch was maybe already planning something about Black Ops already. Even kind of in the stages of World of War, so maybe they already kind of had the idea of that. But then, of note, this was like the Vicarious Visions, you know, the Tony Hawk yeah. and the Guitar Hero people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. yep, there's that. It I mean, looked it neat, been- though. It's uh, more canceled game news as we already had last week. Yeah, like it's, it's good. Game. I mean, neat, more of the yeah. stuff is coming. Keep on coming. Um, I don't know what we'll expect next week. <laughs> all these, all these canceled games. Cause like we said, not just because the game's canceled doesn't I mean it was going to be good. That's what everyone likes to believe. Oh, it could have been good. I'm like, yeah, but it could have been bad also. Yeah, like maybe it was turned out for a reason. Yeah. So, but yeah, just neat. Like I said, they would have jumped on it. Would have been unique at the time. Like I said, if they did right now. It wouldn't be. I mean, it would still be a huge left turn if they did do this like next year or two. You know, with this, would do this with Call of Duty, but. <laughs> But other than that, like it wouldn't be that big of a like new thing. Cause like I said, we've already got games like For Honor and Rise already kind of come out and do that, you know. That's uh-huh. and God of War to a certain extent. Ares, which is also on sale this week. Yeah, you can get that game for like eight bucks, the PS4 version. So, so yeah, uh, get you ready for that God of War four. Whenever. Yeah, that was weird now. Like, I was in the mood, like, ever since I saw the God of War 4 footage. And now I'm like, eh. I saw, I was like going, I was like going to my like checkout box. I like, as I was about to press the X button and then add funds to my wallet, I'm like, do I really need this? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, you know, I need to like at least finish Beyond Two Souls before the summer is done. I'm like, <laughs> it's like a game I've already played like two years ago, and I'm like, is it gonna look that much? And you said it did it, and it I'm did. like, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, it'd be nice for me to finish but I'm like, do I really need this? So then I bought like Amplitude instead because <laughs> it's something new. Yeah, it, it's been fun, but yeah, um, at least at least a really good sale has been going on in PlayStation Store right now. So go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, God of War is also there. So in case you haven't played three, like you know, so many people have, or you know, you saw that God of War trailer and you're all like, "Oh my god!" Well, even though you're gonna get something radically different, but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, at least God of War is on sale. 
Yeah, I probably maybe won't be picking up God of War 3 remastered. I'm kind of, I was like <laughs> set in the mood. Like, I swear, if that like E3 sale was like hot under the heels, I probably would have bought it. But now I'm like, eh, <laughs> it don't, maybe I don't really need it. I'm like, I don't know if I'll platinum it and even, even beat it again. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a process. You always got to kind of think these things through as you're buying things. So I'm not just buying things for the heck of it. So that's what I used to do. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> they say you killed those guys. I don't do that anymore. All righty. Yeah. I think we got time for one more topic. Uh, oh, you know what? Or do we have... Oh, yeah. Let's, let's do the viewer question because I do have one more topic I do want to talk about. But, like, he, has let's a, do the he has a question about your little timekeeping. Actually, timekeeping. Well, maybe maybe it's not directed towards you, but I don't know. Okay, this comes from Adam Boy fifty six, and okay. I guess he says I'm Adam. So just started listening to the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Thank you, and 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 am really enjoying it. All right, thank you again. I guess I should have even corrected the grammar, but I wonder why the show is. Oh, why the show only an hour? <laughs> only an hour. I mean, yeah, that's that's okay, only an hour. Only an hour. Well, hmm. Well, one, I didn't know people wanted to listen to us more than an hour. Um, yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking, and, too. Well, two, well, here's the thing, though. I think we only have, like, maybe five episodes that are under an hour. <laughs> like, in the 50-something minute range, most of our episodes are around, like, an hour. Somewhere between an hour and 10 to an hour and 20 minutes. And then, like, our Uncharted episode, that was our biggest episode. That was, like, almost two hours. It was, like, five, ten minutes shy of two hours. And then um, we did have four guests on there, so... Yeah, we have four guests. Um, I don't know. I just keep it an hour because that's just usually the it's standard. It's a sweet for, spot. Yeah, it's a sweet spot for podcasts. Because I've listened to podcasts that are over an hour. Like, um, like, like especially movie podcasts. If you listen to movie podcasts, I've, I listen to some that go on for like two and a half hours. And I'm just like, I could have watched like two movies in the time it took me to listen to this podcast about these movies. I just know? think, you know, and it, it, it all, it's all case-by-case case basis, especially with people in, in their day-to-day lives. But for me, when I listen to podcasts, if I see one that's like over at least maybe an hour and a half, I'm going to find that very difficult to like actually get through straight head. Like I would have to like pause it a lot and like do what I need to do and then unpause it and then go back. And then there are times where like I lose my spot for some reason. The silly podcast app on my phone doesn't like properly work. And then it, or like if I listen to it on YouTube or whatever, I'm just like, ah. So, you know, we, you know, at first maybe I was a little post to the hour, but I mean, we wrap up at like around an hour and then we maybe go like a little ahead, not like so much so where it's like an hour and 30. Yeah. But it depends on the week. But, you know, I, I, I do agree that an hour is good because I think it's manageable and also respectful. We're not freaking Ubisoft over here. Um, <laughs> conferences. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. We and, got so, to get, and, then, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, some weeks there's just not enough news to really go over an hour. You know, or I mean, at least, like, I, extremely into, like, a two-hour show or anything. This is kind of an instance this week, at least in the PlayStation uh, news. Yeah. There's plenty. There's a plethora of other things uh, in other outlets this week, but we're mostly a PlayStation podcast. So, you know, mostly we... Mostly PlayStation podcast. Obviously, we, we touch on other things, as you can see from this episode. We you know, more video game movies, and, you know, because, you know, it's an important thing that's going to be happening, and yeah. uh, hopefully if it's a rise yeah. of it, or yeah, just... Yeah, video uh, game movies are important, like, to talk about in the context of games, because it does progress the industry forward, like, how comic book movies progress comic books forward, like, it's comic yeah, book sales go up because the movies are doing well, 
video games would video games are already selling well enough, but like they would go up yeah, I think, yeah. with, with with the rise of oh, movies gosh. too. Yeah, like if Tomb Raider was like a runaway success or like Assassin's Creed, well, well, Assassin's Creed spent a little bit of a doubt, but <laughs> maybe this movie would would kind of spike up interest again. You know, it's just. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know if I saw Warcraft spike any sales, but <laughs> well, there were, there was a new Warcraft expansion. I think that was released around the time yeah, of the yeah. movie. But that's always going to sell well, right? Yeah, exactly. Even though, well, I mean, who's to say Warcraft is still the best, uh, most active MMO out there? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, yeah. as we said, we keep it hour. But what was the last thing? One last out? topic. We'll go over an hour. Yeah, we're, we're going to go over an hour. Oh, God. It's like, I don't even know if I want to, like, I don't know how deep I want to go into this, but I just have to acknowledge it because it's pretty oh. big. Oh, what's what's big? Um, So it was announced today or yesterday that the game Evolve is going <laughs> free to play. Now, now, yes. now, now, Evolve is a game I have defended over the years. <laughs> over like, the what, years, years. it's been year? oh, it hasn't been two it's been a year and a half so that's year like, i don't know if i can put it as plural like are you one, really like one and a like half is plural right like, <laughs> for sure one and a half is plural so i can say years well yeah well yeah one and a half years yeah one and a yeah. half years there you go so that's years plural but um you're making it sound like over the years like years. five this, years. this this cult classic that's been out for five years you know no it's been a year and a half um I've defended it over that time, and now it's taking a new what they're calling stage two of the game. Stage uh, up, <laughs> stage two because well, no, it ties in with the game because the monster goes stage one, stage two, stage three. Oh my god! So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it ties in with the monster. But anyway, so let me give you some more info on this for if you don't know the full context of this. So they announced that's going to free to play. Right now, it's only free to play on PC. Uh, they said yeah. once that's fully released and down pack they're going to move on to consoles and make the console version free to play um and they said by making it free to play you'll be able to play it they'll uh swap out hunters for like one week you play these hunters and another week you play these hunters but then of course if you want to buy them you can and have full access to them whenever um there's going to be a new in-game currency uh that can be unlocked through doing daily challenges playing consecutive days consecutive matches uh there'll be new tweaks to the gameplay with the current hunters um, and they said, once the free-to-play version comes out, too, they said all all the content will be purchasable with the in-game currency. Mm. The new silver. So, like, all the hunters and skins and all that can be bought with in-game currency that you earn through playing. Okay, um, that tidbit I didn't see. Not, so, basically, now, like, the microtransactions is just a fast track. Yeah, like, they'll be them. there to fast track it, but, like, all of it can still be... Go- can be unlocked in game. Mm, okay, that so the, that that's good. I mean, my qualms are that the ridiculous sums and the amount of microtransactions, but but that's I mean, good. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Because that was the thing. Like, quote: "This is an actual quote from Turtle Rock." Turtle Rock says, "After the shitstorm we received for the DLC, that was their no, words." No kidding. They used the word shitstorm. They said, "After the shitstorm we received for DLC, we are now approaching a new." Uh, format to releasing our game and allowing all DLC to be either purchased or per- purchased with real money or with in-game currency that can be earned through Good. natural gameplay. So, Thank you. It, gee, they should not have been surprised by that, considering that they could release like 50 items on the PlayStation Store in one week and completely spam the page of the Evolve stuff. So, yeah. this is good. 
and so these microtransactions are now just fast tracking. Fine. Um, well, I mean, but that was the thing. Like, even when the game first came out, like I, mm. I mean, yeah, I admit the price is ridiculous, but like what you're buying isn't like a booster or nothing. Like all the DLC they had at launch was skins, cosmetics. Mm. Like it didn't really boost the game. It was just cosmetics. It was overpriced. I agree with that, but it yeah. wasn't like I don't. I wasn't like angry over because like I don't need to buy this. It's not like. You know, someone's forcing you to get it. Yeah, like I don't like I don't need it to keep up with my friends. I don't need it to like play the game. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand that. You know, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I completely understand where you don't understand the mentality of getting angry over something that you don't even have to pay for. That doesn't even really remotely affect the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is just weapon skins, but I mean, I'll agree. I mean, their egregious approach to the DLC in Evolve, either way, was. Atrocious. I think it was just awful. Um, I mean, it, you know, other games still do it really poorly on the PSN. You know, every week we get like some sort of game out there that I haven't even heard of. Gets like a whole page or two of DLC that's just even possibly worse than Evolve. So I'm glad that they listened. And I'm glad that they did it. And, but I'm not really sure where this is going to get them because, yeah, because, I mean, if we got to be honest, Evolve didn't take off. It really didn't. It, it sold it, really well. It, it just sold didn't, well. It, it just sold didn't hold well. that audience. No, it didn't. That's the problem. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's even worse than the Titanfall situation, uh, or Halo, whatever. Like it, it Halo, whatever. I mean, Halo sees pretty big, significant drop offs too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's so difficult with all these freaking games out there. Um, yeah, Evolve was bad. I mean, on the Steam version, you had people in the single digits playing that game. At least just on Steam. I mean, I'm sure maybe, you know, I speculated in the previous episodes that probably it's even maybe even higher on console versions maybe. But that's really an optimistic view of that. And, you know, it's interesting to just put that out. So maybe I feel bad for the maybe two people that just bought it recently on the Steam sale. Um, well, they took it down on Steam. Hmm. Like, yeah, that's good, at least. So, you know, you just get the free play version. But, I mean, on consoles, it's still... And that's what they said, too. Like, if you've already purchased the game, like I have, they said all your stuff's still going to be there. Obviously, when you boot up the game, it's all going to be there. Uh, the new gameplay tweaks will be updated for you. So, you know, the uh, certain characters have more skins and exclusive skins for you being the founder, and you get, like, 35000 of whatever that new in-game currency is. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, like, hmm, is that enough to buy those hunters that I don't have? <laughs> Or at least buy one or two, because that's the thing. Like I didn't, because that's the thing. Like I bought the first season pass. So I had the first four hunters, but I didn't buy the second one with all the the four other hunters. So like I never got those. So like, can I, when this goes free to play, can I buy those with the new in game currency? Mm. I assume so. And since I'd be a founder, I get a founder pack, so I can maybe buy those characters with that new currency pack. Yeah, to be seen. You know, I'm on the Turtle Rock Studios Wikipedia page, and it's just sad. I mean. They were founded in 2002, and then they were acquired by Valve in 2008, and they made Leopard Dead, Leopard Dead 2 cherished games by many. Um, they don't have single player, just, right? Uh, Leopard Dead? Yeah. Isn't that like vaguely kind of like a single player? Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you have like the AI play with you. But, yeah, that's how um, Evolve is. You just play with the AI when you go in single player mode. Um, and then they put out some mobile game, but it's just weird. I mean, they're a private company, 
And, you know, 2K, you know, press that, oh, Evolve is going to be like a permanent franchise alongside Red, Left 4 Dead, no, not Left I wish, um, uh, Red Dead and GTA and, and 2K, all the 2K games, because, you know, 2K is a very uh, yeah. uh, ambitious publisher. But I find it weird considering that Turtle Rock is not acquired by anyone and that they're private, why they couldn't just maybe just pitch a new game or just better yet just put Left 4 Dead, a new Left 4 Dead game out to somewhere. Some well, publisher. No, just, I'm pretty sure they don't own the IP. Well, maybe for Left 4 Dead, but probably not. Maybe Valve owns the IP, but I mean, if Turbog may wanted to make a new game or something, I just don't understand why. I don't know. Like, Evolve did not. Just, I don't get it. <laughs> it's just good. <laughs> I mean, it's just because I love Left 4 Dead. And I, it would, you know, of course, would love the Left 4 Dead 3. Part of me wanted to just. Oh, that Tiber meant Left 4 Dead 3, but obviously not. But um, considering it was like an e-ball hashtag, but um, it's just a shame. I just, it's, and they're based in where, um, Lake Forest, California. I never knew where they were. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 I mean, even if this PC version even somewhat takes off in its beta form, and now it's back to beta, by the way. This is the thing of, no, it's back in beta. Well, the uh, free to well, even though it's in the free to play version, the free to play right. versions in beta because, like I said, if you play on consoles right now, it's still the same. Right. I'm not sure where it's gonna go. I mean, well, I'm glad you agree that at least the way they're handling DLC is better. Yes. Um, oh, that's, yeah. That's great, and yes, it's cool. And that's it's, what they should have done. <laughs> they should have done. But I mean, yeah, 18 months after release, it just kind of feels like is this like can this work you know like i mean obviously it's going to boost somehow because people are going to try it. it's free right some people are just going to be like it's free i'm going to try it you know yeah exactly yeah um, no, oh, yeah i'm gonna i mean as much time little time as i get nowadays to try things out yes i will try evolve once it is free it's just even with its base game and it sold well in its initial release i mean who knows right i mean we've had things that have have had rocky launches and then they you know, shot up again. I mean, granted, those are MMOs. That's a completely different genre of game. But, you know, an asymmetrical shooter evolve. And, you know, we have so many of these multiplayer games. Granted, Evolve is very different. different. So we can't really... You need to play in co-op. You need to play with Yeah, you need to play in co-op. And I do remember, like, hearing, like, criticism of the original base game of Evolve when it was $60. Like, oh, if this was, like, a... um, Warframe-style game, right? Which it is becoming now, right? A Warframe like style game where it was like that. That's where it would have taken off. So, considering that's what people would have originally envisioned uh, Evolve being in the first place, then maybe. So, I don't want to completely roll out like, oh, it's going to be an absolute dud. Only eight people are going to play it. No. But, so, you know. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, even if this takes off, like, I just don't even see them progressing with that model. Like, let's say when they make Evolve 2. You know, I know like that's they, where I wanted it to go. That's where I was like hopeful, like, oh, Evolve 2 is gonna like totally just because I mean, there is a sequel in development, right? Then they confirm, like, they, like you said, 2K wants this to be a franchise, so I think I think they want this to be a franchise, but they know the brand is kind of hurt that they need to put something out to get some good grace going back into the IP. That would, so. that would, yeah, that would actually help it out really well. I mean, and especially if this takes off somewhat or has a moderate success level, then. You know, maybe two Ks. It's so crazy. Because that's well, I can because I mean, like you've already talked, you already mentioned it, but like that's that's the franchise to compare to. You look at Titanfall, where 
Titanfall, the first game, was like a hugely, hugely hyped game, you know? And it Ridiculously came out, hyped and it, and it sold really well. It did get good reviews, but, like, it just fell off. That player base power was not there. It fell off. The game went on sale really fast. You got the game for $10 for a while. They dropped $10, and it was just basically free, you know? Um, and it's kind of, it's not free to play, but, like, they're giving out free, like, with gold and all that, you know? Um, and then now the sequel is going in that different direction where they're expanding the multiplayer which people like but they're giving what people wanted that story that extra story to go with it trying to make it more kind of what they want this to be they want the ip to reach its potential so that's one of those things where i think turtle rock and 2k are really watching titanfall 2 this um, fall to kind of see how well that mm-hmm. does with the story if that's going to increase sales if that's going to increase the critical rating is that going to keep people you know playing the game that's a big question yes yeah. so i think Titanfall. Yeah, so I think Titanfall 2 is going to have a big impact on Evolve 2 and kind of where they take it, where basically they're just putting out this free-to-play version to get that extra life into it, just get more people to play it, more people to kind of like know the IP, and then they're going to watch Titanfall 2, see what that does. And if it works for Titanfall 2, then they're going to apply that to Evolve 2 to be like, okay, we from the free-to-play version, we learned that you guys want this kind of like DLC where in-game currency, whatever. You want that, you want challenges. Yeah, exactly. That's where Evolve 2 can go. And, you know, if I can see Evolve in my perfect world of that kind of game that maybe you just kind of, like, play every once in a while in between, like, your big games that you're playing and buying over the course of the fall or the winter, I think that would I think that would bode well. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. or maybe even the people, or maybe even the people that don't even get any. You know, like, maybe that can even be it. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, like time, like like uh, Evolve works really well, like you said, as that kind of in between game. But it's just one of those things where no one wants to pay sixty dollars for that. Something they're just going to play in between. Exactly. Play and into a few matches. Because I mean, another game to compare it to, even though it's doing incredibly well, is Overwatch. Mm-hmm. But like with Overwatch, yes. I don't feel like I don't feel that because I, cause like I said, I I got a free copy of Overwatch, so I don't have that like I don't Uh-oh. have that feeling of like was this worth my sixty dollars? You know. Yeah, it's just that. Um... You know, Blizzard, you know, set a different precedent, for, especially for um, Overwatch. You know, it doesn't have that same kind of stigma of like, oh, does it need a campaign, yada, yada, yada. Um, or, the, you know, Rainbow Six Siege either, you know, that too. Um, gosh, so many shooters, you know, it's just it's just crazy. But, you know, I shooter game, free-to-play shooter games have found success on PlayStation 4. It's been pretty noted. I mean, you know, we even had Blacklight, at least on the PS4's launch. And then Warframe was successful, and so, you know, I think, I, I, I see it. I, I, I can see it happening, because I, I know I'll dive in. Doesn't mean, hopefully, maybe more people will, but I, I, I see it being something. Maybe 2K isn't too crazy, after all. Isn't too crazy. 2K, not too crazy. That's for the K stands for crazy, but it's misspelled, like crazy glue? Uh, Mortal Kombat? Combat? Well, they don't, 2K does Mortal Kombat. <sighs> I know. But I know. But that's an example. But it's a shame, you know. Turtle Rock and uh, um, Titanfall Studio, Respawn Entertainment, um, both such talented studios, and it would just be kind of a shame that, you know, if they have these IPs that kind of are duds. I just hope that... But, you know, with the added levity boost of a new platform for PlayStation for Titanfall, so I hope that adds something to it, and we'll see. You know, we've already questioned Titanfall 2's success already, so... um, once we get closer to it, we'll maybe start questioning it some more. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah. Alrighty. See, look at that. We're at the one hour fifteen minute mark. Oh, there we go. There Perfect. we go. That's normal time for us. 
uh, time to wrap up. But yeah, but yeah. So I just want to thank everyone who sent in those questions. Uh, mm-hmm. Some good questions or like those. Uh, maybe if you want to send us questions, you can do that a plethora of ways, many ways you can do that. You can send it to us directly on PSN at Boys or at Double Is. Uh, we have a Twitter page that I'm trying to keep active for the most part. Uh, you can message us on that. Um, there's a community page on PSN you can go post on and check out. Uh, there's also a Facebook fan page you can go look up. Uh, PSPS Podcast, you can go message us and comment and all that on there. You can message us uh, on YouTube or comment on the YouTube video. Um, you can also check out the podcast on iTunes, brought to you by Dayspace, uh, bringing you Living Room Clutter and Character Crunch, also on the iTunes channel. Yeah. Um, what else? I think that's all the ways to contact us and view us and all that. As far as I can tell. Yes. Try to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Um, but yeah. But with that, this has been the PSPS episode 67. I'm your host, Cote PS and Bye Boys. My coach here is Andrew Arenas, Double Is. Everyone stay safe. Have fun. Ooh, sorry for the tag. I will not be here this next week. I'm going out camping. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a joke. This is not a joke. That is not a joke. That is that's for real. That is real. It's for real, so, man. I know oh, it is putting tags in the beginning or the end. But mm. uh, that is real. I will see. I will see how the news goes next week. Like if it's kind of a slow week, I might just take the week off too. I'm um, hoping that it's a slow week because where I'm going is probably going to have no connection. So um, yeah. Yes. Um. Hmm. So there may or may not be an episode next week. I'll see if there's like a crap ton of news. Then I'm going to be like, crap. I need to do an episode. I need to get the news out, and I'll find somebody guest host or something. Um. But I'll see. I'll see based on the news flow. So um. Hmm. But thanks for listening to this episode. Um, like I said, have fun. Um, I don't think there's any new games this week, last week, uh, to play. Uh, I know this coming week, Song of the Deep comes out. Yeah, uh, and uh, actually, even though I'm a little concerned about no copies have been distributed, it seems like, but actually I've been hearing really good things. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually going to be picking it up this week. Cool. So and You can get some impressions of it. Yeah. Like I said, if we have an episode next week, oh, <laughs> we'll see. Do I do a whole episode of just me talking about Song of the Deep? Like, yeah, this game was so cool, and did this submarine, and I listened to the Beatles while playing it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Just load up the media player or something. Yeah, but um, anyway, so like I said, uh, episode six, seven. Thank you for listening, and hopefully, we'll see you guys next week. Like I, just, like I sincerely mean it. Like, like, like I don't even know if we're gonna be back next week, but uh, but uh, we'll see. But uh, anyway, that's it. And...